Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 31st of July, last day of July, 2014. Three months until Halloween, folks. <laughs> Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and as you just heard, Dave Davies back in his chair. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, and Dave and I are honored to be joined, uh, as I was joined last week, by uh, Jennifer Slegg the uh, publisher and editor of SEM Post. Uh, Dave, welcome back. Jen, also, welcome back. It's good to have you both here. It's good to be here. Good to be back. Okay, Dave, you spent the last week um, literally barreling down hills face first, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. (laughs) So um, this is what SEOs do when they're not on their keyboards. You know, they didn't, it's it's a blood sport, SEO is. Really, it's a blood sport. Um. You survived. Congratulations. I saw on Facebook you were surprised you survived. I'm surprised you did it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I, I rounded this one corner on a, on a new run I'd never done, and all of a sudden there was like a probably about a foot and a half drop, and then, in, and then just a, a sudden descent, and basically it was just like, hang on and, and hope for the best. <laughs> that was not a little beyond my, my skill level. Yeah, but I survived. Know, I, I hung on. You know, Jen, uh, two years from now at like some PubCon bar, it's not going to be a, uh, a, a one-foot drop. It's going to be a big grizzly bear, right? <laughs> <laughs> During the corner, there was a big grizzly bear in front of me. I just jumped right over him and kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a busy week. Um, friends, we want to blast through the news because you really want to stick around for the sake after the news. We have... Uh, a breaking announcement. It's um, if you read the search media, if it's important to you, um, you're going to want to stick around. But before we get there, we have a special guest coming on. I'm not going to announce his name yet. Before we get there, busy, busy week in uh, in search. A lot of speculation. Um, what what do we what do we start with? An easy one. Um, everyone, as anyone knows, Jen is certainly you and Dave know. Um, Matt Cutts has finally taken a vacation. You know, this is a guy, I don't think he's, I don't think he's been on vacation for like the last five years, but uh, a couple of months ago he announced that he was going away until October. He's um, spending, some time, spending some time with his wife, as he promised her he would. But uh, now that he's been gone for a while, people are wondering, you know, I, I, I think the SEO world misses him and his dinosaur hand videos. Um <laughs> And now the folks at Search Engine Journal, um, Albert, Albert uh, Costill specifically, well, they're asking, what if somebody had to replace Matt Cutts? And if somebody did have to uh, replace or fill in for Matt Cutts, who might that be? So they, uh, they published a list of uh, six potential candidates. And I, I don't know if either of you have actually had a chance to, to, to look at the article yet, but um, just off the top of your heads, you know? Who would be a who would be a, a, a credible replacement for Matt? 
Well, I think John Mueller is kind of like the one that everyone thinks of after they think of Matt Cutts. He's the one who does all the, you know, the webmaster help, uh, webmaster mm-hmm. hours every, I don't know, it seems like he does them about twice a week and he has them at all different kinds of times to be able to reach all the different people. So I think, you know, since uh, Vanessa Fox isn't there anymore and she was kind of like the other person people look to, mm-hmm. that John's kind of like the one taking that spot, I feel. Well, you know, John has been making himself more and more available at conferences in the uh, in the last year. Um, so I'm there, and um, as a matter of fact, most of the voters in a poll put John Mueller as the most likely person to uh, to, to 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 replace Matt. Dave, besides John, did anybody anybody pop to your mind? You know, no that that was the first one that popped to my mind. I think what's really really difficult for whoever would come in, and I'm sure we're all in agreement here, is it's not just a role of technical skill and know-how, right? It's not just understanding algorithms. Um, I mean, the the shoes he's got to fill as a diplomat of sorts um, to to the community as a whole is, I think, what makes anybody who's about to come in seem a little lackluster. Like, I think John is the first choice. I think John's the most likely choice. Um, but then, you know, at the end of the day, can he fill that role that we'll actually appreciate what he's saying? Will he come in with his T-Rex hands and, you know, entertain us a little bit while he's telling us that he's about to shoot us in the head? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know John has never... Liked the guy that, somehow we managed to like Matt, even though he keeps causing problems for us day after day after day. And I think that's what's going to make the role really, really difficult for anybody else. The thing is, Matt Cutts predates just about every SEO in the industry, unless you were in there pre, like, <clears throat> PubCon Florida, the original PubCon Florida. You, he's probably always been in the industry for everybody. So that's why Matt Cutts is, like, so ingrained. But also, he's, he's a huge punching bag by a lot of people. Like, when you see some of the tweets at him and the comments on his Facebook or on his uh, blog... He's just like a massive punching bag for everyone who's ever been screwed by Google. And unfortunately, John's kind of going to be that next person. Are you saying Matt got the sads? Oh, no. (laughs) Um, You know, I didn't think of, I mean, I thought of John Mueller uh, when when I saw the the headline, you know, who might be a potential candidate. But he's not the first person I'd choose. I like John a lot. He's like the Iron Giant kind of guy more than the T-Rex hands kind of guy. Um, my first thought was was uh, was Meili Meili Wahi. Um, she had sat in for Matt a couple of years ago um, at uh, SES New York. Um, yeah. Did a great she's been job. At quite a few conferences along the way. So she's de- she speaks more on technical issues rather than straight up SEO. Well, indeed, but I mean, Rally was canonical. Um, like that was her. Um. She uh, she did a huge amount of work inside Webmaster Tools, um, and you know she's a really personable, um, fresh, uh, uh, really communicative person. So anyway, she was she was the first person who jumped to mind. Search Engine Journal has done a poll; they had a vote. There's actually been they got a great deal of attention. Um, out of 132 votes, seven or 53.3 percent suggest John Mueller, senior web. Web, webmaster Trends Analyst would be the likely replacement. Sadly, um, my vote, uh, 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 Melee, only got 18.94%. Um, so it looks like uh, uh, Brian White came in second, Michael Wisnermeski came in thir- uh, fourth, and Gary Illis came in fifth. Uh, so the community would like John. 
I wonder if you want a name recognition. <laughs> well, that's definitely going to help. And I mean, I, I think it's a it's an interesting you know question. The way you worded it is: is it that the community wants John, or is it that people were voting on who's the most likely? <laughs> um, and these are two different questions, right? We may pick a different person. I think he's he is the most likely. Um, you know, you're basing it, I think, a lot on who you'd like to see, which is a different question than mm. who is the most likely, um, you know, person to, to fill the roles. I think either way, you know, Google's going to land on their feet. We've seen this over and over and over again. <laughs> I think, you know, you know we're, we're debating over who could replace uh, somebody who's done an absolutely amazing job for, you know, Jen, you pointed out very accurately, as long as most of us have been SEOs. Um, you know, he's, he's been, he's been the voice, uh, you know, at Jim, I think you're probably one of the only people I know who predates him. And even that's only by like a year. <laughs> or, uh, a year or two. Yeah. A year or two. Yeah. So, um, you know, and he was coming at right at about the time I was, so, you know, not, wasn't even a big name at the time. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's sort of one of those, one of those scenarios where we hit, you know, who could replace him. But we're, we're debating among titans, right? We're sort of going, hey, I don't think this person would do a great job. Well, as good a job, but either way, these are people way smarter than <laughs> um, You know, the, the reason for, uh, for, for my choices is multifold. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, my partner, Alan Connect, already has a relationship with, a good relationship with John Mueller. They hang out, you know, they're, 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 they're buddies at conferences. Well, I already got a relationship with Maley. Her and I have hung out, and we've been buddies at conferences, too. So the way I figure it, whichever one of them gets in, in within my business, either I'm going to be insufferable or Alan's going to be insufferable. <laughs> I'd rather it be me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know, I, it, Jen, you just pointed out you started in 98. Jim, I think that's about the same time you are. Uh, as I pointed out, I don't think I've ever been in a discussion about SEO where I'm the newbie. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> Um, I don't think Jen or I will ever have a, have that. I mean, whenever I hang out with Ross, that's the only time I, I get that experience. Right. Uh, or Bruce Clay. Bruce Clay's been around longer, I suspect. But uh, marginally. Only marginally. Okay, so that's, uh, that's all speculation, by the way, folks. Matt Cutts has not indicated he's going anywhere except vacation. Um, it's important to note, that's just speculation, eh? Yeah, uh, we got time for another. We got we're gonna have to take a break here in a few minutes on Webcology. Then we're gonna be coming back with a really special guest and some uh, pretty heavy news. Uh, you really want to hear it, um, uh, Jen, Dave? Uh, where do you guys want to go? Anything y'all want to talk about? Google domains. I want to talk about Google domains. If nobody yeah, else has okay. an idea, no, that's great. The other day in the SEM post, Jen, um, I don't know if you broke the story, but you're you know, the first person I saw writing about it recently. Google has, um, in, in, in the United States, has opened the beta of Google domains. What's this all about? So, I mean, how many years have we been saying it's only a matter of time before Google becomes a domain registrar? And started last month, we started hearing about Google domains, and it was like ultra, ultra secret, and the invites were super limited. And just now they've opened it up to, it's kind of like a friends and family beta thing. So John Mueller was posting that he had a few invites up for grabs. They seem to be trying to target the people who haven't really registered a lot of domains because they're also teaming up with people like Wix and Shopify and different web builders for people that really don't know how to create a website. Did you just say Wix? 
I you did. said Wix. She yeah, I did. Her. Oh, okay. Go on. Go on. I was going to suffer. I've so. never used it. I've seen all their commercials on TV, so I can totally see why. I mean, I've had more people mention to me, oh, I'm going to build a website with Wix in the last month or two, and it's simply because it's all over the TV showing how easy it is. So I can totally see why Google Domains is teaming up with someone who's pretty prominent in that regard. It's I mean, easy obviously, to put your testicles in a vice, too, but it's not a <laughs> Okay, go on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I'm just suffering here. My testicles are in a vice. Yeah. And, I mean, we're all Canadians, so we can't actually be in the beta yet. So it's uh, okay, interesting now, to see where it goes. Google has actually been a registrar for quite a long time, but they were never a public registrar. You know, they, they, they were registrars so they could keep track of who was registering what. Um, so they can keep track of, of, of the gajillions of domains that are out there. But they're going to become a public registrar pretty soon. Um, Dave, what do you think? Is this going to be like another GoDaddy scenario, or are they going to have like some quality control happening? Uh, well, I'm sure that they'll have some degree of quality control, but at the same time, um, you know, what level can they enforce? They have to compete with GoDaddy. Um, you know, if they want... Let's be honest. Um, you know, spammers or whatnot, not the, the spammers and black hats would be using GoDaddy as a registrar, but, or I mean um, using, um, using Google as a registrar. Well, why not? But, it's the last place they'd look. <laughs> <laughs> Just hiding in plain sight. Uh, but, I mean, you know, they, they, if they want us to use them, then they you know, can't really enforce uh, with rules past what a, a standard registrar would. Um, and, you know, we all know. The thing Google wants more than anything else is data. That's what they want. So, um, yeah, I, I think they're going to come in with, with fairly normal um, rules around what you can do, what you can't do. Um, you know, do I want to put it in Google's hands? Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, there's probably, you know, certain domains that I'd be happy to, to sort of put into Google's hands. Um, but if I was running sites that I thought, hey, at some point the European community's right to be forgotten or legislation might come into play here, do I want Google now having some weird obligation for more control <laughs> over, over how things work on, um, you know, my, my registrar site? Then that's, so. that's an interesting question. I hadn't, you know, hadn't even gone to there, you know, thinking of like what happens in reaction to a uh, spurious DMCA request, for instance. Hadn't even thought about the uh, 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 right to be forgotten. Um, we're going to have to go to break in a second. Ask Jen one quick question. Jen, uh, you know that SEOs have this, these paranoias around Google and data and giving Google too much data. And so, would you worry about registering at a at, at Google Domains? Well. I I guess it kind of depends. I mean, if I was registering something because my mom wanted to start a blog, why not? It's be simple. <laughs> but if I'm registering something, probably not. But then, I mean, Google is going to know anyways because if you have an AdSense code, if you have your analytics code, I mean, we're all so connected to Google. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that's, make, that's funny when you hear people complaining about Google and how they'll never give Google information. Then you go to their website. Oop, there's AdSense. Oop, there's analytics. <laughs> and, they're using, and they're using Gmail. I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, on that, on that, folks. Um, we, we could go down that that rabbit hole like for hours, but we got to take a break. We got to do some commercials, and then we got to come back and we got to blow your minds because that's what we do here on Webcology, friends. It is the thirty first of July, twenty fourteen. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm on behalf of Jennifer Slake from the SEM Post and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEOs. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stay tuned. Mind-blowing stuff coming up after these messages. 
Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. As a business owner, you labor for the love of and you don't always have time to worry about your website. With GoDaddy Managed WordPress, you don't have to. Simply create your WordPress site or migrate an existing site. GoDaddy will handle the hosting, setup, backups, and security. And keep your site running at blazing speed so you can share your passion with your customers online. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter code MANAGE to get managed WordPress for $1 a month plus a free domain. Some limitations apply. See website for details. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zeosocial.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Jennifer Slag, editor of the SEM Post, and as always by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And we've been teasing you for a couple of days now. We have this um, big breaking news announcement coming up. We've been teasing you a little bit. But over on Facebook, Danny Goodwin, current editor of Search Engine Watch, has been teasing his followers for the last, what is it, eight or nine days with this, um, this mysterious countdown. We have Danny Goodwin current editor of Search Engine Watch, on the phone right now. We've been promising, we've been saying, Danny, or that somebody has a breaking news announcement. And, um, Danny, this is uh, your time to make, I guess this is your, what's the breaking news announcement, sir? So, oh, thanks uh, first off for having me on. Uh, it's good to talk to you, and I appreciate all the support you guys have given us over the years at you know, Search Engine Watch and, of course, the conferences. So just wanted to thank you guys for that right off the bat. Um, so my big breaking news is that as of tomorrow, I will no longer be the editor for Search Engine Watch. Um, now, for folks who... For folks who um, read Search and Watch but don't really follow the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. this is seismic. Um, Danny has been the editor of Search and Watch for what three, maybe four years now. Yep. Um, you've reshaped. You re- actually you resuscitated a magazine that was sort of languishing. Yep. Um, and you 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 reskinned it. You uh, added new technology into the back end. You got a whole new stable of writers, including Jennifer Slag and Dave Davies, and. Um, now, you've suddenly decided to leave. Um, I'm, I guess the, the the first question is why? Why 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 would you leave this bully pulpit? Um. Well, the biggest reason was that I had a really good job opportunity come my way. Um. So my next stop will be with Linkdex. Um. They just I, I've known Matt Roberts over there for a couple of years, and you know we just got to chatting about some things that they had going on that sound very interesting and I want to be a part of. So that was honestly the biggest factor in deciding to leave. Um, And yeah, so, I mean, I've been there. I've actually been at Incisive at Search Engine Watch since 2007. So, and yeah, and when um, Jonathan Allen came on as director back in 20, end of 2009, um, yeah, the two of us just sort of teamed up and totally revamped the site and... You know, we got a lot of great writers there, and we just shaped it and kicked ass, and, you know, it's been a really great ride there. So I'm very proud of everything we've done, and, you know, it feels like, you know, we've been doing it, you know, been just going for it, and at some point, though, you know, it's time to look for other options. Well, congratulations on the opportunity with with LinkedIn. That's amazing. Um... And also congratulations with what you and Jonathan had done to to, to revitalize uh, the magazine. I think uh, a lot of the readers owe you a great debt of gratitude for bringing bringing information to them. Um, There's been a weird feeling around Incisive the last few months. Uh, You're not the only person to have left the organization. As a matter of fact, I'm wondering if you feel like you have to turn the lights out on your way out the door. Um... I've got yeah. to ask, man, what's been going on? Why the, Why so many defections? Um, so there's been 
Oof, I don't even know. For the last year or so, there's just been a lot of more pressure coming from the London team and um, basically a lot less support as well. So they're basically asking a lot more of a lot, you know, with a much smaller team than at any point I can remember. Um, you know, when I started in 2007, I had above me, I had two editors. We had some, uh, you know, more paid support in the form of more bloggers. Um, and just through the years, it's like you just see it going less and less and less to the point where, you know, for the last year and a half, I've been the only full time paid person dedicated to Search Engine Watch. Um, you know, we have a lot of great writers. Um, as far you know, contributors like Dave and so many other great writers we've had, but um, yeah, it's just like there is definitely more of a budget focus from the incisive London team. So it's been, you know, as much as it's sort of like comparable. If you've ever seen the movie Moneyball, mm-hmm. where Billy Bean is in the office explaining how he has these high. Um, you know, he wants to be up at a certain level, but he has a certain budget he has to deal with. It's sort of that equivalent. I've always sort of, you know, compared it to that. Like, I have dreams of being the Yankees, but I have the Oakland budget. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, so. I, I, I got to ask, um, it's just like, as a business builds, you need a lot of people at the very beginning. You, you, know, you need people to you know, pretty much take care of, uh, especially in publishing. There's so many things to take care of. Has the London group of Incisive, um, where the head office of Incisive is, were they clamping down because they felt that the publishing end had been built to a position where it was able to be guided by one paid person? Um, I really can't speak to that end. Um, I, you know, I think I did a pretty good job. It's not for me to judge my own performance, but, you know, if that's true, hey, I'll take that as a great compliment. Um, but... Yeah, I, I just honestly can't answer that, not yeah, knowing what, you know their position. Yeah, another major turning point in the incisive story that I think was felt by uh, by everybody in the search community was the shock at the very beginning of SES New York when uh, the legendary Mike Grehan uh, basically emailed in his resignation. Right. Um. I, 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 obviously, you can't speak to, to, to Mike's decision or to, to um, why Mike might have done that. But you, I, 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 I do think I can justly ask you: What was the impact of that? How was that felt in the in the organization? Um, it was quite the shock. Um, editorially, Mike was pretty hands off. To be honest, and you know, myself and on Clixie's side, Melanie White, were pretty much just tasked with, you know, going forward and, you know, doing whatever we thought was necessary for our individual brands. And um, Melanie from Clixie, yeah, Melanie White of Clixie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was basically just, you know, he was there whenever you know we had questions, and he was, you know, very helpful and on many occasions because, you know. He's probably you know one of the smartest guys I know in the industry, and can just tell you all these great tales of, you know, the early days of search and how it impacts today and all that. So yeah, I mean, Mike has been phenomenal. Um, you know, through the, when he he came on in two thousand nine as well, and yeah, just 
through the years. Anytime you need anything, he's there and provide context and uh, all that. So there wasn't much of a change on the day to day. It's you know we're at a really good place where we have a lot of good writers who know their stuff, and a lot of it honestly does run itself. It's more more of more of what we do is making the writers look good you know, as good as we can make them and, you know, covering all the stories that matter, you know, with, with the, uh, resources we have available to us. So. Well, now, I mean, you, you, you bring up the writer, you, you bring up the, the stories, you know, and obviously as, as one of the writers, I'm going to be a little biased here. Um, but I, could this be, I mean, it's very, very rare, um, that I see my, my work get edited and go at the end, you know, other than stupid typos and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, sorry, Danny for, for all of those, but um, you know, it's it's rare for me, and, and I'm sure most of the people uh, on on here as well. Um, when we hand it over, some of the different elements get edited. It's not just typos, but actually some, some formatting elements and and some some actual contextual elements. And you look at it at the end and go, okay, that was better. Um, you know, and and you've done that repeatedly. I know for myself personally, and, and I'm sure for for a lot of the other writers as well. So now losing you and, and with a with a less experienced editor, I mean, there's there's been some other issues, and we can get into those lately with you know charging for speaking and, and this and that, that that we can get into that that might be causing them some other problems. But <laughs> what's going to happen now if all of a sudden that isn't there? What what happens to to an entire you know what was a pivotal um, you know, property right, right out of the gate from from when I was getting my start in SEO. Uh, you know, right along with uh, with Matt Cutts, as we were talking about earlier. What what do what do you see if if you can even make this judgment call? What do you see coming uh, with a less experienced editor, maybe not as as skilled, um, and and with the exodus of such great talent? Um, I mean, it's tough to you know be a prognosticator and all that. Um, I think that. You have a really good group of writers, which is the most important stuff. And there is probably, for a certain amount of time, there will be a transitional period as whoever steps up and takes, you know, search engine watch under their direction. You know, there's going to be a learning curve. And there may be mistakes. There may be big mistakes. I don't know. But the one thing that I'll just point out you know who started the search engine watch way back when was Danny Sullivan. Search engine watch was, you know, basically declared dead when he left, and here we still are, at you know, basically having a second search. So I don't see it dying anytime soon. I don't even want to go in that area. I think as long as they are able to manage the great contributors they have, they should be fine for a good while until they, you know, sort of get up to speed and. You know, basically just make Search Engine Watch their own and hopefully, you know, keep improving it. Okay. Um, I have a whole bunch of questions I want to ask you, Danny, but we're approaching time for another commercial break. I think it's a good time to take it now so we can actually get into, uh, you know, challenges of publishing in, the, in, in, in this age and where you see publishing going in, uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, can we ask you to stick around for a few minutes? Absolutely. Okay, thank you so much. Um, friends, that's Danny Goodwin, current editor of uh, Search Engine Watch and soon-to-be uh, employee of um, Linkdex. Um, sadly, uh, good for him, sadly for us. 
Uh, you're listening to Web College on Webmaster Radio.fm. It's the 31st of July, 2014. Summer's almost gone. Enjoy it while you can. Um, friends, we've got to take these commercial breaks. Uh, me and Jen and Dave, we're going to be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 31st of July, 2014, and i got to tell you guys, I am in the best mood. Uh, we got Danny Goodwin, uh, editor of Surgeon Engine Watch, as our guest. We have Jennifer Slag, editor of the SEM Post, as uh, one of our guest hosts, because we thought that our regular co-host, Dave Davies, wasn't going to be here because he was going to be barreling down a mountain face first. Uh, as it turns out, he's not. He's here. But that's not the reason I'm also happy. <laughs> I'm happy about all that stuff. But the reason I'm really happy is um, because of sitemaps. SEOs out there. If you, I mean, you got to be using XML sitemaps. If you're not using XML sitemaps, you don't an SEO. But if you're at the beginning of your career, you're just learning your way through, 
go to sitemaps.org, learn about XML sitemaps. Um, we had an experience in the last 24 hours where we took a site that had nothing in Google's index because of one reason or another, and now there's like 6,500 pages because we just did their sitemaps properly. And I'm telling you, um, I feel like I got a roll of loonies in my pocket, but the truth is I'm just happy to see those sitemaps. <laughs> um, I was working on that the entire commercial break, eh? <laughs> Good wind-up, Jim. Thanks. I'm, quite, I'm really wound up because it's true about the sitemaps. This worked. And, uh, I mean, this is the thing about SEO. I mean, seriously, this is, it's not a difficult field. There's just thousands of things you need to know about. But if you get them right, it works. <laughs> it's not hard as long as you know those thousand things. <laughs> Neither well, yeah. is being a neurosurgeon as long as you know all the way the brain works. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we want to get back to our, to our uh, formerly breaking uh, story. We have Danny on the line. We're talking about his experience um, at Search Engine Watch, why he chose to leave. But, you know, it, it occurs to me, Danny, you've just been through um, the trial by fire in the publishing world. Seriously. And you, and, and you walked through it um, and you came out the other end. Jen, you're just stepping into the publishing end um, of of of, of uh, the, the 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 search media world, and you know I think this is kind of a uh, kind of a good time to you know swap stories a little bit. Um, Danny, is there any advice? Have a, you are the veteran publisher today? Is there any advice you'd be giving to Jen as she's uh, kicking off the SEM post? Or to anyone out there who wants to do such a venture? Um, honestly, I think Jen is doing a really amazing job so far. The biggest part of it for me is always, you know, the content you're putting out. And, you know, she's already, it looks like she's already recruited some great writers. Like, I, of course, you know, Jim, you're writing over there. Um, you've had a couple really interesting posts so far. So um, part that's one piece. And, of course, the other big piece will be, you know, building relationships. You know, it's one thing to publish the content, but you have to have the support system out there, you know, with the other people in the industry who believe in what you're doing and why you're doing it, and they will support you. And we found that, you know, so many times through the years that, you know, once you can build that community, that's really the biggest part. They will take you through the, the harder or the slower times of the year, you know, and they will spread your you know, spread your brand around. So yeah, put out the good content and make sure you got the right connections out there who will help you promote it. Whenever I've acted in the role of an editor or a curator in the uh, search realm, I've always instructed my employer to keep me the hell away from the money. <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those um, strict, strict wall church and state between uh the revenue side and the editorial side, but I'm a bit of a diva. Like I, I, I make these demands that that totally can't be can't be met, and I realize it when I'm making them, and it keeps my life free. So, Danny, I got to ask you a straight up question: how um, how much pressure is an editor in the modern day? I'm not talking just about searching to watch, and you know, the, the, I don't want to be telling stories out of school, but um, how much pressure in the modern day does uh, does does an editor have when it comes to revenue? 
Um, I've been really lucky where there is a real clear divide. Um, there's not a lot of overlap with, you know, worrying about what ad sells or, you know, any of that stuff. So it's mainly been really lucky and just been able to basically do what we think is best to, you know, report on the most important stories and, you know, get the, you know, the how-to advice out there, get, you know, cover the research reports, get the latest out there. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, there is this pressure that seems to be, you know, you have to do, you know, native type of paid content that looks like real content. I know Clixy has sort of dabbled in that a little bit, and, but luckily that hasn't been something Search Engine Watch has had to worry about. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, I've been pretty lucky not having to worry about that end. Okay. Um, looking back at your career, at the, at, the, at the period of the time that you were editor of Search Engine Watch, there's got to be one story, one story that just you were so damn proud of that, that really made a difference. For you, what is it? Huh. Um, well, one of the, probably one of my most successful stories was um, after the initial Google Penguin update launched. Um, that story just pretty much blew up and was one of my most successful stories. And it was basically just going through an analysis actually that Glenn Gabe, one of uh, another SEW contributor had done and I just covered that and basically did um, you know just did a whole bunch of research for it and it got received really well and just performed really well so I'll always be really proud of that one. Um, I have a couple of sillier ones like um, a couple of my stories um, like um, a couple years ago Google put out one of these doodles and like it just hit phenomenally well and it ended up resulting in us having the biggest day in terms of page views in the history of the site. So those are yeah, I mean there's been a ton of great stories over the was years. That, those are two that sort of stuck out. That sure. second one, was that one of those I always had this weird experience when I used to, when I was like uh, writing all the time, I had the weirdest experience. Sometimes I'd write what I thought was a throwaway story. Mm-hmm. You know, one where I was—I wasn't mailing it in, certainly, but I didn't think that it would get much attention. It was just yep. trivial. But that's the one. That's the one that. Did, does that? Do you ever have that phenomena? Oh yeah. yeah. That oh. was actually one of them. It was like I was about to go on vacation. It was a Saturday afternoon. I just saw this thing. You know, it was just Google. It was right around the holiday time. It was something. Uh, it's like some Easter egg or something. And I just sent an email to Jonathan Allen, who was the, still the director at that point. And I was like, I just wrote up a little Christmas gift for you. And then I looked like five hours later, and it's like four hundred thousand pages. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's always those little throwaway ones that do the best. <laughs> it's a. Uh- it's a pretty cynical time when people look at media and look at the, the, the idea of journalism. Uh, Danny, what's the purpose of the search media? Why does it exist? Um, our sort of mission goal has always been to help marketers do their job better. That's sort of always been the backbone. So whether that's in the form of how-to content or, you know, the latest news, whatever it is, just keeping everybody up to speed because, as you guys know, search changes and there are a thousand things you need to know in search. So there's always going to be that constant need to keep the good information out there because there are a ton of sites that don't. You know, they don't have the high-quality standards that I 
tried to maintain through my time at Search Engine Watch. And I know there are a couple other good sites. You know, Search Engine Land, of course, does really well. So, um, yeah, it's just maintaining that high level of quality, you know, okay. the industry move forward. What's the, uh, what's the biggest challenge facing the search media right now? Oh, good question. Um, there's a lot of competition. I, um, I know everybody basically has a blog right now, and everybody has their own idea of what good SEO is, or you know that SEO is dead, or any of that nonsense. So it's like that's probably the biggest challenge with so many people writing about a topic. There's gonna there's no real way to sort of point to one thing as being better if unless you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so you have to basically establish establish yourself as, you know, a, the authority. You're uh looking at your your your, your tenure as um in, in the editor's chair and also assisting Jonathan when he was there. Mm-hmm. Uh it spans a kind of interesting time in publishing history. Um Facebook already existed. But you started at the beginning of the rise of, of the Twitter sphere. Did yes. that change? How, how much did that change your role or the role of the newspaper? Oh, um, I think in a way it helped. Um, we've experienced a lot of growth in terms of you know new vi- new visitors and in terms of page views, and I think social can be credited for a lot of that. Uh, I know Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn all send us a good amount of traffic every month. So they have definitely uh, been a big help in addition to, you know, all the other basics, you know, as far as optimizing all your posts and all that. But, yeah, social has definitely been a a good supporter for our content. I I don't think anybody would would question it if you were unable to answer this next question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Okay. what was the biggest traffic driver? Uh, how did how did the majority of, of Search Engine Watch readers discover article X, Y, or Z? Um, the biggest drivers were usually Google News um, and Google, by far. That was probably Bigger like than Twitter. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Twitter was the biggest social referrer for us, but yeah, definitely Google and Google News sends us the most traffic. When you think about Search Engine Watch now, I mean, I, I've known about your decision for uh, got to be almost uh, eight days now, I think. Um, you, so you've been sitting on this for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. How are you feeling about Search Engine Watch right now? Is, is it still your baby? Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, there's so many people that, you know, I've personally brought on, you know, and so many people that started you know, around 2010 or 2011, and now are just, like, really big names. Um, you know, I mean, when I started, the two guys were Eric Enga and Mark Jackson. They were there from the start yeah. with me, and, like, they're still there, which is really awesome. But, I mean, we've brought on, like, so many people, Christine Schashinger, mm-hmm. uh, Chuck Price, Dave Davies, you know, Lisa mm-hmm. Ressler, John Gagnon, Grant Simmons. I mean, I could just go on listing names and names. You know, Tom Craver. You know, there's just been so many, so many great people who I've had the great fortune of working with over the last seven years. So I'm very grateful about all my time there. I'm really glad you mentioned Eric Enga. Um, so I wanted to get this in. Um, 
directly after our show on Webcology, friends, go check out Eric, Eric Enga's Google Plus profile. Uh, he is doing a hangout today. Check out these names. He's doing a hangout with Ammon Johns, David Harry, and... Uh-oh. Yeah, I hate when that happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's terrible. I'm forgetting the third person. Oh, Bill Slosky. How can I forget Bill Slosky? So you got Eric Enga, David Harry, Bill Slosky, and Ammon Johns all in a hangout, starting in about 10 minutes. Um, go check out Eric Enga's... Google Plus profile is bound to be uh, uh, an invite into this hangout there. Um, like, oh my goodness, that group in the same in the same room at the same time. It'll be mind blowing. Um, so, Danny, thank you for reminding me of that I really wanted to get that plug in because that's I'm really sure going to be must listen or much watch hangout. Definitely. Just like this has been much listen, much listened to radio. Um, I have been so hogging this interview, Jen, Dave. Do you have any questions for for Danny? Well, I think I talk to Danny all the time, so I pretty much harassed him and poked his brain. So go ahead, uh, Dave. The, but now you can harass him live on the radio. <laughs> oh, you do that every day. I should take you? advantage of that. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, a lot of this this conversation's been about the past, um, and, and, and you've definitely. Uh, where do you? Um, I guess where do you see yourself for your career going? Um, so I can't, I, I was hoping I'd be able to say a little about the job, but I can't just yet. Um, but it will be, all I can say is it will be similar to what I am currently doing as far as, you know, managing a team of writers and content, and it will be a new publication that will be launching. So, but beyond that, I can't really say too much at this point. Would it be, okay, would it be appropriate of people like Jen and I to go, uh-oh. <laughs> No. Can I ask it that way? No, uh, it will be. It won't be like a search engine watch or SEM post, but it will have a total. It will have a quite a different focus. I had to ask, brother. I had to ask. You no, always want to know what's coming at you. I will still have a foot in the search world, but it won't quite be exact. You know, it'll. I think what Jen's going for, which I actually really like, and I'm proud to see this. She's going for the more advanced stuff, which is awesome. So I hope. Jen, definitely keep that up. I plan to. It's <laughs> trying to target that little niche that yeah. a lot of people don't want to hear the SDO one-on-one. They want to hear, you know, deep dive down into the nitty-gritty stuff. Definitely. <laughs> um, oh, Dave, did you have a question? No, on I was going to say, ho- hopefully in that, uh, well, I guess, uh, Jen, it seems, and just to direct a question or, or comment to Jen, that um, it seems then that you're targeting the you know, sort of more advanced. I, I think there's, to me anyway, a place for both. You need somebody to help people who are just coming in, and then yeah, you can, you don't want to alienate the people who are who are in there for a while. Um, Danny, you've done a great job in covering some of both, but nice to have a resource that's more focused on you know, we're more 100 percent of the stories are more geared towards the advanced stuff. Yeah, definitely. And part of that, you know, with Search Engine Watch, it was sort of a decision to not do quite as advanced stuff because you know. Incisive also does the conferences, so you don't want to give away all your good stuff on for free. <laughs> um, okay, Danny, I, uh, we're, we're, we're really coming close to full time here. Um, I want to ask you a couple more questions. One, one question I've, I, I, uh, I can't help but wonder. Gives you a chance to set things straight. Okay. Over that time, there has to have been a story that you really wanted to cover, but you couldn't for one reason or another. 
Is there anything that you that you wanted Search Engine Watch to tackle? But again, either it was out of context or there there's a, a reason for not going there. Is, is there anything that you wanted to touch? Um, one thing I it was just sort of a, an idea that never went anywhere. Um, Jen had actually wrote a story, I think it was earlier this year, about some shady SEO company, and I thought that one thing this industry could really use is somebody to sort of try to police that and have a resource to out these people. But I don't know if there's a smart way to do that without getting sued, so... (laughs) But... (laughs) You know, that's one thing that I would really love to see is, you know, just somebody... You know, outing these people—it's like the, you have all these conversations on the backside where you know, oh, this company is really bad, but nobody's saying it publicly. So, okay, um, okay. I guess my my last question to you, and I, I don't mean to leave it on a negative, but is there any regrets that you have? Anything that Searching to Watch could have done better? And then this might be advice for the new editor. Uh, I guess my only one regret would be I always sort of had this personal goal of catching Search Engine Land as, you know, in terms of page views, making us very competitive. Um, I think, you know, we made some progress in that area. I wish I could have pulled off a few more things to get us there, but oh well, that's that's fine. Um, You know, they do a really good job over there. And, you know, it's tough to compete with all the resources they have. Mm, well, especially when one of them is named Danny Sullivan. That, too. <laughs> um, but, you, I mean, you got to feel good about your accomplishments in the chair. Oh, absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of, you know, all the people who have, you know, contributed. And, you know, it's just, it feel, it's been feeling really good, you know, hearing all the people saying that, you know, I made them better as writers you know that's the stuff that i'm really super proud of that's uh that's the highest compliment i think an editor can possibly get from their writers yep and uh you know sir i'd uh i'd suggest you deserved it you did a great job um you not only maintained you um heightened the podium that chair sits on and uh for that alone thank you and for you know all the stuff you've you've brought to the industry over over the years, dude. Thank you. I know we haven't seen the last of you. Oh no. Um, looking forward to seeing what, what you and LinkedIn are getting into. When when can you tell us? Can you tell us now? Um, <laughs> <laughs> could tell us five minutes ago. Can you tell us now? No. Uh, <laughs> just checking. Uh, Danny Goodwin, uh, current editor of Search Engine Watch, soon to be um, something or another of something or another over at LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, sir, and thank you for joining us on Webcology today. Thank you for having me. Uh, Jennifer, thank you for uh, sitting in for Dave Davies the last couple of weeks. It's been uh, amazing knowing that you were there. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, friends, you've been listening to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, who survived barreling down Whistler Mountain faith first, <laughs> this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media thanking uh, Danny Goodwin, again from Search Engine Watch, soon to be LinkedX, and Jennifer Slag from the SEM Post. We're going to be here next week, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Stay tuned to Webmaster Radio, and if you're not, go over to that HOA with Eric. Either way, we'll talk to you next week. Be well.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.